forever. Dog. Hi, gang. It's me, Clay Tatum. Hi, Clay. Um, Rod, do my intro, so if you please don't interrupt him. Clay, I already drank all my bark. Oh, that's what you're saying. You're drunk. You're drunk with power, and you're also drunk on alcohol. Hi, gang. What's welcome? You just heard Rod. Rod is famous for co-writing John Mayer's early hit single "No Such Thing." Um, he didn't write the whole song. He just wrote the line, "I want to run through the halls of my high school." Um, also, uh, uh, Joe Rogan said he's afraid white people will be silenced. But what he meant to say was he, uh, he was afraid wit people would, would be silenced. Thank such you, a Joe. Big fan of uh, Whitmer Thomas. He loves the golden on the show. And my name is Clay Tatum, and welcome to the Jamie Kennedy Experience. Do you really do you think? Do you think that Joe Rogan has watched the Golden One? Absolutely not. And I often wait, wait, wait. wait. Does it start a white person? It does. Yeah, it's nothing but, in fact, <laughs> yes. a straight white male. Yeah. Um, oh, cis also. I do wonder what my my guy Joe would think. I don't think Joe has like. What do you think Joe thinks is funny? Um, complaining. Just like a guy whining about something? Yeah. He laughs and laughs. Do you have a take on cancel culture yet? Or a gov- government overreach? Uh, that's so funny. I love when people talk about government when overreach. I see, I when I see a millionaire... When I see a millionaire comedian... Talking about cancel culture, I'm laughing. How about that Joe List, though? <laughs> Let's talk about that Joe List. Though. Get a fucking another name, dude. You sound like a fucking dude. That my guy Joe List couldn't get. I did. I only saw the clip that was circulating. He couldn't get a word in, and then they cut him off right when he says something like, "Well, yeah, but," and then the clip ends, and I'm like, "Poor Joe List. I don't know what he was gonna reply with. Nick Maybe Turner. it was like, well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Aren't you just kind of bitching?" Nick Turner had a really good tweet about that. He said, "Only white person I see getting songs is Joe List on this freaking clip." Oh, totally. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta retweet that. That's funny as hell. That's good shit. Yeah, dude, it's like. Poor guy. That's the one he gets. Like what I don't is, know if he's what ever. Joe List do? I have no. I don't know anything about Joe List, but like, I assume if Nick Turner's tweeting about him, maybe he works friends. at BuzzFeed. Rod, come on. Is that is that a funny Rod? You just dox the belt. That's below the belt. Was that a funny joke? It is a funny joke, but it's below the belt. <laughs> is BuzzFeed still around? Oh my god. Um. Yes, they are actually. Um. So. Dude, BuzzFeed lists. <laughs> Holy hell. It's like top ten things you didn't know about a movie, and then you just know everything. Or it's like, you wouldn't believe what this is, and then it's like, oh, that's a snail. Yeah, yeah end of the, I've seen a snail You made before. me click through all this bullshit, so I know. Uh, top this is ten a unknown pic- things about Titanic, the movie. Okay, shot on film. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> so a lot of special effects. Okay, I knew that. Most expensive. Movie a lot of actors auditioned for the parts. Well, yeah. I mean that's sort yeah, of the yeah, given. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually actors are gonna audition for the parts. Leo, Leo almost didn't do the role until he got casted. Sure, I don't even <laughs> you know what that means. Um, James, I mean, then it's like James. There is interesting shit about that movie that people wouldn't even. They would never have made it on a. Did you know that James? Fun facts about Titanic. James Cameron. Gave he went over budget. You know what his name should be? Huh? James Cameron. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. That's actually really funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Reminds me of the Buzzfeed. A James uh, middle name underwater camera. <laughs> what? You're taking this joke too far, dude. Because he loves that shit. <laughs> he loves going underwater with the camera. Okay. That's I think I think that's what Titanic mostly paid for. You know how like we do that excited dance when we were kids? Yeah. When you go, um, can I rent? two video games from Blockbuster yeah. and you do the fun like little kid dance where you go ooh, ooh, ooh. for James Cameron it was we got an underwater camera and he goes <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we got a camera that goes underwater whoa whoa you ho, know ho, ho, ho. it's weird because everybody dance now he was really born at the wrong time give it 10 more years and it's the whatever you want it's the size of a cell phone 
Well, I mean, maybe that all exists because of him, though. Like, every one of his movies is an advance in technology. That's his whole thing. But it's like, in order to, like, do the special effects for Titanic, the computer had to be the size of, like, a refrigerator. Oh, right. But, like, here, it's just like, I, oh, I guess I'll do that on Blender on my laptop. Right. Uh, did you know that he went over budget and he had to give up his salary? Like, who cares about the boat? Like, come on. Dude. Really? He gave up his salary. I guess he, he was gave up so his salary rich. and was like, "Can I please? Can I get more points? Just have another point, and I'll, oh, that's I'll make money from the gross." And they were like, "Okay, that wasn't as popular like, back yeah, then." Yeah, freaking right. That's so because dude, at the time, like, if you read, it's so interesting to go back and read articles about. Can I give you a conspiracy theory? What's up? Like, he how did, much do you think this? He money, did not need extra money. He did not need extra money. He knew the movie was going to be popular. And he was like, if I just took an extra point and took away my fucking little dinky fee, then I would truck and triple my money. <laughs> Maybe there's that. Two million dollars, I'll make fifty million dollars. Yeah. He probably made so much fucking money. And back then, though, if you go and read articles about the making of Titanic, they oh, were like the movie that will sink. This movie is going to be the biggest bomb in Hollywood history, and all this shit. People making fun of it. Wrong. Like, yeah. Freaking titties. And <laughs> Just so fucking wrong. Holy hell. How wrong. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's interesting. You about, know what my thoughts was when that the movie was going to come out? What? Hubba Hubba? Let me see some boobs with my mom. Well, that's before I saw that. I thought, let me see some boobs with my mom. And my brother made fun of me because I leaving, I said, Mom, can I get my hair cut like Leonardo DiCaprio's? And my brother said, that's not a haircut. He grew his hair that way. And I'll never forget that. Oh. <laughs> so you lost that debate. He said, that's not a haircut. He just grew his hair that way. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. part. You don't, you can't, scissors can't help with well, the part. Well, you know what I did? I went home, I cut a big, I cut a part in my hair. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I didn't know that that was just, you just comb your hair. Yeah, so what were a, you thinking? That was Boo Boo the Fool is what I was thinking. Those, those boobies that you just saw I said, made you go, Whoa. I said, let me take a break from thinking about Ninja Turtles for a second. Yeah, like, Leo is cool as hell on this. He's looking good. You know, My right, sexual you, awakening was not like a hot babe. It was thinking, like, if I look like this guy, then Meg Beasley will like me. You don't know my sexual awakening in high school? is <laughs> when uh, Pam, Pamela Anderson woke me up to get some breakfast. Before I get to go to school, I thought you were going to say to get some blowjobs. What? No. First time I saw the the show VIP. No, dude, <laughs> we we had a big spaghetti dinner. You were living together at the time. We were living together at the time. Wit's current girlfriend, Pamela Anderson. Oh yeah, I mean um, we're cool. This is something we've talked about in private. <laughs> oh, she's done the rounds. And okay, Clay. Well, <laughs> a little, it's, a little it's basically rude. me, Clay, and Tommy Lee, <laughs> and Stephen Dorf. Isn't that the rounds? Well, it's the Hollywood Rounds. Wait, it's the Hollywood. Dorf? That's, that's called the Hollywood Rounds. Oh, my round. guy, Steven. Well, you know, I texted Steven. I always had a thing against Steven. Uh-huh. My guy, Dorf. <laughs> and I saw, then I saw him at a party, and I said, hey, Dorf, dude. Yeah. No hard feelings. I'm a huge fan. You know what fan. Pamela Anderson said? Well, let, can I finish? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I said I'm a huge fan of True Detective Season 3. Not yeah. enough people watched it because they were right. pissed off about Season two, right? No hard feelings about Pam, dude. Right? And he said, he said, thanks, pal. Can I have a smoke? Yeah. And I said, yeah. And then me, him, and Paris Hilton hung, uh, danced. You know what? You know what Pamela Anderson said to me what? when we first met. She's like, "You're that guy that's done the rounds." And I said, "Well, yeah, I do all the biggest stars." And she goes, "Maybe I'll do that." You do them like, yeah. So spaghetti you- dinners, date, fuck. Um, intercourse in your bedroom. Yeah. Oh, in the um, bedroom, and then you wake up and you get breakfast before you go to high school. <laughs> before you go to your high school classes. Yep. I remember that. I remember going. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know they're doing a, they're doing a re-release of Horned Blows, just like a long time ago, when that was a thing. You know, I mean that movie so popular. Back in Alabama. Back in Alabama. They uh, with the, at that little indie theater. That little indie theater in southern Alabama. And I was like, they're doing a re-release of The Four Hundred Blows. You want to see it? Uh, and she goes, yeah, I've never seen it. I go, what, you've never seen it? 
Wait, just like, what Wait, were you doing? Wait, drop I somehow phone. threw my phone across the room. Wait was so mad when he heard the story. Yeah, it's hard for me. To, I've done a lot of work on this, but you sorry, continue. Wit's got a jealous rage. It's annoying to me that Clay, can I say something? that Clay had her first. Wait, wait, can I say something? Remember the rounds bit when I said I do the rounds and she said maybe that I'll do that? Yeah. That's why you're with her, my man. Well, thank you. Exactly. Because you're thinking about after high school, I was like, "Listen, I got to think about my homies. I got to think about my homies. You do your round." (laughs) (laughs) And then I said that same thing when, so I was with her for a while. I was thinking to myself, "You're no longer with this. Is too much of a treat." Yeah. Well, so yeah, we recently broke up. You broke up with Pam. Well, so what happened though? Let me tell you what happened. Is Clay said, "Do the rounds, babe." Yeah. Listen. We, I have a lot of growing to do. You got a lot of growing to do. Do the rounds. Sorry, babe. I'm just sex positive. So yeah. like, that stuff doesn't And she me. said thank you. And she yeah. also was sick of Alabama. Clay was holding her back. He was 15. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she had to be in the car when I drove. She yeah. was 30, yeah. <laughs> he was 15. She was 30. She, he, she, he was driving himself to school with her and the passenger. Yeah. Well, that's the law. Um, yeah, he's got his permit. He said, babe, listen, <laughs> spread your wings, do the rounds. Thinking he was, she was gonna go to his best bud Wit and right. teach Wit a thing or two that Clay taught her. Yeah, she. He thought the rounds was like the rounds do my friends. Like go yeah. go around and do my friends. Who he think his best bud Wit? She was thinking or two about what I taught her. Exactly. Which is Truffaut's first film was Four Hundred Blows. Yeah. Since she knew that, and, and she's she gave gonna four hundred blows. And she's gonna give me four hundred <laughs> blows. I was excited. <laughs> so at this point, ooh, the, just the thought of a one blow. Oh my god! That's too much. I said. I was thinking. You were telling me about four hundred blows. I said four hundred blows. Jesus Christ! How's this guy? How's this guy functioned after that? He probably nutted. This guy probably nutted all his blood out. I said no. What for me? I said I was. Not, I'm not talking about that. Um, I was talking about early uh, French New Wave, but the other way does explain my limp. Exactly. And I said, "Yeah, you got that. That's why you're my homie." <laughs> I said, 400 blows, how about you do 401 blows and give me one of those blows, babe? And she said, I'm sorry, I got my eyes set on Stephen Dorff. Yes. And this, that made you so mad. I was pissed because this is the era of Blockbuster. And Stephen Dorff was all over those straight-to-DVDs. Right. Looking at his ass on there, those movies that he was in, Alone in the Dark or something like that, where he's got to... Maybe I'm thinking But she was Slater. looking for another straight-to-DVD, Dick Vagina Dick. <laughs> Wait, and what? that's what she saw. She said, Stephen Dorff? And I only Wait, wait know- no, no. Dorff's vagina dick. <laughs> and I only know this because me and her just have been dating until like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tell me about Stephen Dorff because you know I thought it was going to be me. Right. And she says, I saw him. I said, you're the guy, the straight to DVD guy. And he said, Dorff vagina dick. And I fell in love. <laughs> Right then, and and I taught him all about 400 blows, if you know what I mean. Right, and he was limping for weeks. And he was limping for <laughs> years. And then blah, 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 left me. Which and explains we his. But me and Dorf are cool. Yeah. And you, this is the, the, the golfer? Mm-mm. What's his name again? Golf Dorf? You're thinking of Dwarf. What? Yeah, you're thinking of Dorf on golf. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Stephen Dorff, oh, the talented actor who doesn't get enough credit for his part in you know, when, Detective when Season 3. When me and Pam would be on the phone, she was talking Dorff to me. Um, well, you know, I was expecting the tiny little golfer. But no, it was the actor from Blade. He played Frost. Oh, sorry. Well, that explains a lot. You're thinking of, yeah, you're definitely thinking of Dorff on call. It was hard. Because she, she was talking about his limp. And I was like, "Well, he has no." He, That's Tim Conway. He has he has no he has he has no um, joints in his leg. So, because yes, it's femur straight to foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see when I see the golf video. Femur to foot. Yes. Um. Anyway, we're good now. I'm good with Dorf, and obviously, me and Clay have been good. He was doing his homie a solid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I did actually meet Stephen Dorf uh-huh. once at uh, Paris Hilton's house. Why were you at Paris Hilton's house? Because I was friends with... Um, Nikki Hilton. No. Somebody who was... You're your, your friend at the hotel? Yeah, the hotel franchise. And I ended up going to her house. 
at the, some party. Iggy right. Azalea was there. Paris Hilton was there. With the big butt? Bella Hadid was there. They were all dancing. Wait, what type of music does she do? Iggy Azalea does rapping. Like, kind of like pop music. Australian rap? But she raps in like a... a like a a guy from Wait, a, Iggy Azalea does pop music and there's an Iggy Pop. Yeah, you're they're trying to get that. And past there's us? also an Azalea Banks. And they're trying to get that past us. Okay, nah, but it ain't fooling nobody. But was, fooling anybody. how how big were these butts? Well, Iggy, Iggy Azalea's butt was huge. Like unbelievable. Um, I'd say you know it looked real, but okay. what do I know? These butts these days, dude. I've I've been seeing butts like. What the hell? I saw a butt yesterday at the Nike store, and it was it, it wasn't like a horny situation. I was just like, "What's in there that makes it go like that?" No, it's a th- thing where you're like, "That has to be surgical." What happened to you? Well, it's because their legs are skinny, but their butt is like, what they put in there? Yeah, there was like one time I was walking in downtown, and I just saw a lady whose butt was so big walking in downtown that I. I was just amazed. I wanted to take a picture, but I thought it'd be rude. And that's what got you into Rutgers. Yeah, that's what put me into Rutgers. And that's what started this whole thing. (laughs) That's why we had to start a podcast. Yes. But so, yeah, I see Steven Dorf. And I'm like, fucking Steven Dorf. Yeah, of course he would be at Paris Hilton's party, this Hollywood fucking actor. This Hollywood heavyweight. I I I somehow am waiting and hanging out in a situation where I start talking to his ass. Cool, cool, Cool as can be. Nicest yeah. guy. Damn. Just so cool. Smoking inside, too. He looked cool. Like, What's Paris Hilton's house like? Hold up. But let me finish about my Stephen Dorff judging. Okay. I'm talking about judging a book by a cover. Okay. You judge a Dorff by and a I cover. And I go, it's too bad. Stephen Dorff was so nice. I judged him thinking he was like a Hollywood guy. Because I used to see him on David Spade's Hollywood Minute or whatever on E. Trilly, yeah. The E. Trilly story, David Spade Hollywood Minute. So that's He's so funny. And then I see... True Detective Season 3, I'm like, Steven Dorff is fucking it, dude. This fucking guy doesn't get enough what credit. What is Season 3 about? Oh, Season Holy 3 is a good shit, one, right? Dude. Yeah, it's Season 3 gets good, right? Nearly as good as Season 1. Can I skip 2 and go straight to 3? Absolutely. It doesn't have anything to do with 2. It's about a guy with dementia who's try- trying to solve a crime. And he, he's thinking about the past. It's a, a brilliant. Everybody needs to watch it. I don't think anybody watched it because two Season was so 2 bad. was so bad. No one liked Vince Vaughn. Season three, it was like, holy fuck, it's good. Wait, this is not the Cowboy Comedy Tour. Why am I watching it? Yeah. Yeah, people got confused. They thought that this was the Cowboy Comedy Tour. So anyway, Stephen Dorff, I'm sorry I ever judged his ass. He was a nice, cool guy, and um, he looked cool. And when he was Frost and Blade, I, holy, holy hell, that was good. I remember calling, so I didn't know my dad at that point. I was... You know, he's estranged. Mm-hmm. And one of our first conversations was about Blade and the how I thought that Stephen Dorff was cool. The first Blade? Yeah. That movie's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So cool. So that's Stephen Dorff Wait, is my Stephen guy. Stephen Dorff. He kind of looks like, what the hell? Yeah, that first Blade movie is cool as hell. He's like a 90s heartthrob. And thinking of Stephen Dorff, okay, well, who's in True like, Detective. Am I wrong here? He kind of looks like Luke Perry. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He has a similar vibe. So he's, though, in Blade, right? Mm-hmm. With Wesley Snipes. Great oh, Blade. Who's a hard, difficult to work with well, guy. Wesley Snipes? Why are you naming Is he it? difficult? Instead of Blade, Isn't why do you call weird? it scissors? Tell me about it. Isn't it weird that he's like also very funny? Hilarious. Great actor. Yeah. Tough to work with. I think he had some, probably some personal issues that made him... Wait, Stephen Dorff is not really in anything. No, I think he he just lives a sort of quiet life. He's in somewhere like that's I think, like his one in like his and somewhere is I'm a sta- I stand somewhere. Yeah, so, somewhere hardcore. Yeah, it seems like he's like one of those actors who maybe takes like a gig a year so he can uh, pay his dues. Well, I think Wait, he's got seen... some issues in his life. His family, there's some stuff going on with his like dad and his brother. Have you and ever seen Cecil be demented? Yes, it used to come on like Cinemax. I've never seen this movie, but I see the cover all over the place. Yeah. But get this, dude. Hey, Clay, get this, dude. I will. Steven Dorff in Blade. Then Steven Dorff goes 20 years later to True Detective Season 3 with Mahershala Ali. And guess who's the new Blade? 
Mahershala. Mahershala. He's the he's the new who guy? lives down the street. Can I tell you something from you? Can I yeah. tell you something? You see him walking around? No, but other people have. And then our me and Clay's friend Mike told him, told us that he lives like five minutes away. From Honestly, me. told me told me exactly where he lives. Yeah, I saw it too. It's a cool house. Yeah, good for him. You ever seen our shot? Andy Warhol. You know, I never have, but I watched a video about it the other day. What have you seen it? No, I I, I forgot it was a movie. It looks That's an interesting story. Oh yeah, and it looks really good. And I know the Mary Heron is pretty cool. So, um, what you saw a movie? Uh, yeah, I just wish I could talk more about Dorf, but he doesn't make enough movies. Clay, we gotta do it. We is gotta he... make a movie with our friend Robert Longstreet and Stephen Dorf. Yeah, what is it? Where they're tell brothers. Me right, tell me what the movie. is All right, right they're now. brothers, and they like have a pet goat, and they gotta get their pet goat to their cousin who they never met. Why don't you write a movie for Sean William Scott? I w- I thought Sean William that. Scott is the guy who 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 they're giving the goat no, 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 their no. cousin. You know who? You know who I want to make a movie with? What the guy from Saving Silverman? Um, no, no. Steve Zahn. Zahn? Yeah, or... these guys are all should be in the same <laughs> but movie. But they're not in movies anymore. There's Steve Zahn, Stephen Dorff, Robert Longstreet is in probably more stuff than all these guys nowadays. Right. Like, but he's also like sort of a middle-aged guy who people love. Who he's not known enough. And then Sean William Scott. Where the fuck is he? He did Goon. It was awesome. We we're like, ah, the rebirth of Sean William Scott. Then he does Goon too, and it's one of those shittiest things I've ever is seen. Is he yeah. in Goon too? Yes, it's fucking garbage, dude. Can I tell you a movie I thought of today? What? So I want to review the movie Nobody. With um, Jared Leto? Wait, no. Wait, or somebody or something. Or about a movie. That new movie where fucking... Nobody is the Bob, uh, Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Mr. Nobody. Yeah. I want to make a movie where a guy tries to get revenge on someone, and he accidentally kills the wrong person, and he just goes downhill from there. <laughs> Because I remember, I remember when we were kids, when we were teenagers, you had a thing where you hated any revenge-centered plot. Yeah, stupid. you couldn't stand it. Yeah, it's dumb. I hate Kill Bill. Me and Mitra, I mean, uh, well, yeah, Mitra, because me and Pamela broke up, and I started dating Mitra a couple days ago. <laughs> we watched Kill Bill one and two, and it was really enjoyable. It's enjoyable, but I, I will say like they're probably movie. the worst Tarantino. I don't movies. really like them. I don't like that movie. Um, I'm a Jackie Brown man myself. Actually, I'm a Pulp Fiction man. I'll say it. You know what? Well, I'm, I'm a once a, upon a time. I'm a man. once upon a time man. I'll tell you that. I'd right say now. that's the most enjoyable Tarantino movie. Yeah, I think I'm gonna agree. Yeah, I it, think Once Upon a Time. It's is... got everything that I love in a movie. It's mm-hmm. got actors being actory. It's got Hollywood. You stuff. got a center friendship that doesn't really waver ever. No, the friendship they never. There's a blip of a second where he's like we need to re reevaluate and then their lives become in danger and then it all fucking it goes back to it's even stronger than it was before yeah and also leo the, the leo character he doesn't really ever come back like what do you he, mean his whole his whole arc is that he's a failing actor but he never really comes back, and I like that about that movie. Well, no, he accepts that he's going to have to go do movies overseas, and that he probably won't make as much money. He could sell his house, live in a condo with his hot wife, yeah, and be buds with his stuntman yeah. forever. Yeah. I mean, That's are you fucking kidding me, dude? If, oh my fucking God, the, like, the that is something that people should watch, like, current famous people, and go, like, I'm going to base my life on that. Just like, I'm comfortable not being relevant anymore. Just taking a fucking back seat. Mm-hmm. Just you know get I mean? like paid every now and then to, to do a Just thing. Just chill. And have a nice time. Yes. You kidding me? That's what I would do. I, right now, will say, because it's not going to ever happen because movies don't work the same anymore. If I can't become a movie star at any point in my life, when I hit, when I become like incapable of being in touch with like what's you hit that point, you get like ten million dollars. Right, right, right. I'm taking a. I'm being the guy in the background who like pops in every now and again and does nothing but like sort of helps. Right. That's like the Michael Keaton. I think that's... exactly. Michael Keaton is the perfect example. He pops in, and you're like, 
I love Michael Keaton. And then he's in his own movies where he's playing like a a dude who's like, you know, character study cool movies, but he's not no longer trying to be like the number one comedy star. Yeah. You gotta watch Jackie Brown, my man. I've seen or I've sort of seen Jackie Brown. I think I've seen Jackie Brown. I, 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 give it a I don't remember it as much. My, I know that my guy Michael Brown, I mean, Michael Keaton looks like really handsome in it. He's really good. Because I, I, there used to be a still of Michael Keaton and Jackie Brown I that I had Keaton, on my wall. Keaton is like basically perfect old guy in Hollywood. I think that's like, he was like the most famous guy for a while. He's like up there on the list. And then he kind of disappears for a little bit. And then now every time you see him, you're like excited. Yeah. It's like fun. It's a little treat to see him in a movie. Dude, he's sick. Him and Searchlight. Wait, Spotlight. Spotlight. Great. I mean, him like in a... Isn't it fucked that Eddie Redmayne is who won the Academy Award? For... Which one's Searchlight? What Spotlight. You... Spotlight. He won the Academy Award and beat... I know that Clay has a controversial opinion about Birdman. Or maybe my opinion about Birdman is controversial. I don't know. I like Birdman. I just thought Whiplash was more enjoyable for me. I thought that was I, my con- controversial. When I saw opinion. Birdman, I was like, "This is a very intense movie about almost nothing," and right. I do, and I do love it. It's about a dude struggling to remain relevant and going insane because of it. And Michael Keaton is the star. It's so perfect. Right? I know it's a great movie, and it's very intense, but it feels like almost for no reason. Mm. But I'd love it. I thought it was great. I loved it. Who did you? Who were you telling me? I thought you said you hated it. Were you telling me somebody? Maybe you were no, telling I me told, somebody else hated it. I think it. I told you that I like Whiplash better because that's like the two movies at the time. And I was probably and annoyed probably because so, of Whiplash because of Miles Teller and being jealous or something. I just thought I thought Whiplash was such a interesting movie that is incredibly simple. It's just one. It's just one simple struggle. That has a very satisfying conclusion to it, um, and I was—I don't like Miles Teller at all. So I, yeah, I don't like Miles Teller. I, I don't like him at all. But I, at the time, was very interested in movies that do a simple premise very well, and I thought Birdman was a movie that had a setup, but then it just dragged on, and it like forced like these conflicts that didn't really feel like they were really properly explained it's just like it's like oh cool this is still one shot really uh, oh yeah i forget that that's even like one of the gimmicks yes see the reason like when, I he, think, like when he's telling off the critic it felt so forced like i don't like that shit doesn't do anything for me. i see the reason i like it is, is because when it comes to like actors doing a really good job as actors and like i stop caring about the the story i'm just like i just like watching these actors be good at and at the end of the day though what do you think do you think a story is what makes a movie a thing that people watch and like or do you think it's literally it doesn't matter where you put the camera or what the story's about if the actors are doing something that is interesting then it's just a Mm. movie that you can watch yeah, I mean, I, the the thing that annoys me is not like the is not, the only thing that annoys me with it is how big it gets in in a way that doesn't seem justified to me. But if hey hey Clay, you have to see a movie right now. You want to see Birdman or do you want to see Whiplash? I'd go show me Birdman. That's the one I would have. I would be much more interested in seeing now, even though I think Whiplash is a, a more it's a simpler movie that does something does one hits one note but it hits that one note well what about revenant i've never seen it i don't care about that shit oh because it's before the 70s i think yeah. if i would have saw it, i i just didn't see revenant in theaters and i i really don't think i want to see it outside of theaters at all i think birdman is just a more interesting movie all around but it's just like it's just hammy can you agree that it's hammy? Oh, for absolutely. Yeah. And that kind of takes me out a little bit. It's about New York theater. It's like some shit I think is lame as fuck. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. It's like people who love that shit and their fedoras and their scarf. I'm it's like, just a really off. hammy. I think they, I, I think the performances a little bit are kind of hammy. But even the founder, that movie's ham. That movie is so on the nose yeah i fucking love it though and i watched i've watched it three times i saw it once to me the founder is like a very enjoyable 
it's almost like it has like an elevated like TV movie quality. Yeah, that I can just watch it like, yeah. and not think about it. Totally. <laughs> I feel like that some type of movie that would make a really good YouTube video. Well, do you remember though they made that documentary about the McDonald's lottery Mono- scam, th- a monopoly thing? Yeah. I stopped watching it though yeah, like, halfway through. I just care, like yeah. wasn't really interested. I'll give a shit. But like the fact that McDonald's is a real estate business rather than a fast food business, that's very interesting. Yeah. I just so I get that. I think part of it is just like watching Michael Keaton kind of do his thing. I think that's like almost enough for a movie for me. Like yeah. if you give Michael Keaton like I always wonder though if Michael Keaton was now, if like one of us was Michael Keaton. Uh-huh. Let's say it's me. <laughs> <laughs> would he have a podcast or would he be a movie star? I don't just... I think he would have a podcast. I don't yeah. think I don't think people will I don't think they would allow a Michael Keaton anymore to be in the movies. Yeah, somebody what, who What movies are getting made anyways? That would even there would even be a Michael. There's not a mil, there's not a middle budget movie anymore. Is he going to be a, even if he's he going to be like a Marvel character? No, if Michael Keaton is in a movie nowadays, Clay. Sorry. If Michael Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun with the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank they're you. Here, thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug and I love drinking my wine. Hi, gang! Sorry, gang. Uh, the, the thing fell, and um, it stopped recording. Um, what, what were you saying about if there was a Michael Keaton movie? Um, I don't know where we stopped recording, but what, should I just start? Like, if there was Michael Keaton today. you got to tell us where we stopped recording. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, whatever. Clay can listen back and edit. No, no. I just told you. I said I asked you a question. Okay, cool. So, I literally what more I'm information Ma- do you need? I'm Team Clay. I'm not Team Wait, Rod. I'm not Team Rod either. Rod, what's your can problem? Can you hit me with the question again? Um, what I said. Clay asked the question, knowing already, Rod, what where we're at in the podcast. <laughs> Ask it again, though. What was the question? I don't remember. What I the think question the was. question was wit. What were you saying when we stopped recording? <laughs> oh wait, wait. Let me stop. Let me stop. All right. So I listened back and I said. Uh, what, uh, what were you saying about if there was a Michael Keaton movie? Well, it's not if there was a movie, Clay. It's that if, if there was, if there was Michael Keaton just at all. Can I just say something real quick? What? That was not what Rod said. Yeah, that's not what I said. Rod lied, and that's why he's in Rutgers. I'm sorry, I... I drank you were wait, 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 where were we left, where were we leaving off? And Rod you said... Rod is big mad. Rod's big mad because here's the thing. The question I asked, the question that you left off on was if there was a Michael Keaton movie now. Well, no. Well, maybe that's what I said, but what I'm talking, what I meant to say was if there was just a Michael Keaton. Right. Would he be. Was that exactly my question? You said uh, if there was a Michael Keaton movie. Yeah. Right. But what I. I'm going to listen back now. No, 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 no. Play play, (laughs) though. I just, I just listen. If there's I don't a Michael, win, I don't win that many debates here, <laughs> and I, I won a big one here. Yeah, you woofed my ass. Because Rod it. is drunk as a dog from forty-two margaritas. <laughs> Rod drove to my house, and he opened the door, and he was sweating. He goes, "I've got the shakes." I said, "Why, Rod?" He says, "Because I haven't had a margarita in three hours." Can I say something? <laughs> Can I say something? Huh? I said the same thing. What about the margaritas? What I was shaking. <laughs> Because Clay literally, <laughs> you've drank more margaritas than you have water this week. <laughs> That's definitely true. If there was a Michael Keaton today, and I'm right. sorry if I'm just repeating myself, would he be a movie star or would he be a podcaster? He'd be a movie star. So what How else do you, is going wait, on? Why? Why? He'd be a podcaster. Because we have a Michael Keaton today and he's, and he's still in movies. No, he doesn't have but a he's not. No. Night Shift ain't getting made today, pal. Yeah, but or um, if it does, it's a Nathan Silver movie. Can I tell you something? He what? makes a movie like what every other year or something. Maybe 
and in in his in his in this height of his power, he's making like a he's not making like a movie every month. So it's not really that big of a thing. So you need to be more outraged. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but I'm ta- we're talking about like big Hollywood blockbuster style movies. I don't know. People don't. Is he the star? Is he Batman? Are you asking me? Is he in, Mark? In, in now? Are no. you asking me? Is no. he Mark Maron? No, no. Is he? If us? there's a movie star now, would if he there's be Mark a t- Maron? If there's a thirty year old Michael Keaton, right? Is he a podcast? Is he Mark Maron or is he not Mark Maron? <laughs> Because Mark Maron has a whole legacy of pals that okay. he has to apologize to for the first two years of his podcast. Because he's, what, fucking rude in the green room? Yeah. Yeah, and it made for some really good podcasts. That's true. You can't deny. Yeah, maybe That I, shit was good. Yeah. Sorry I was rude in the green room. That's okay. Well, so you, what well are you we promoting? love to hear I have it. a new Hulu Would show. Would you rather hear, called... sorry I was rude in the green room, or yeah. this is t- 22 reasons white white guys can't be themselves? I love comedy about government overreach. You know about that about me. So, wait, does he talk about say that's an issue with government overreach? The white guys shit. No, white guys shit. We're is talking about woke Joe culture. Rogan. It's woke culture. Yeah, it's woke culture. But government well, overreach is like why he moved this out of California. Culture. Mm-hmm. How imagine how cool Todd Phillips would seem? I don't know anything about Todd Phillips. You know what Todd Phillips did really well? Huh. Early documentaries. Yeah. And imagine, he makes this Joker movie. He doesn't. You've seen his Frat House documentary? No. It's supposed to be really good. He did a documentary. It's on YouTube. Where the big news thing at the time was like Frat Houses doing like these like. uh, The hazing. The hazing. It was a huge thing. And so he did a documentary about it. He was like, well, fuck it. Let me get hazed. Let me get into fucking hazed into a fat frat and I'll just tell you what happened. And he did. And he just told you what happened. And it just never got released. It was an HBO documentary that they just Oh, really? To dump. How long ago was that? It's like in the 90s, early 90s. It's like right after Post he did. Post G.G. Allen? Right after he did his G.G. Allen hated doc. Which is like, that was a great documentary. Because the yeah. documentary started with him like, hey, I G.G. Allen was in jail and I wrote him a letter asking if I could follow him around. And he said, yeah. And he made a great fucking documentary. No, he's talented. And then he made one frat house documentary, and they're like, well, I guess you're, now you're the frat house guy. Yeah, I guess you make frat house movies? Yeah. It's just that simple, running in Hollywood. Right. It's just idiot-brained. Yeah, you just like, oh, I want to do a TV show or a movie about fucking college. Let me just type in college and see who did the most recent college thing. But he made some good college shit. Yeah. I mean, Road Trip, Old School, those, those are the college movies he made. Those things fucking... Made me my ass laugh so hard. Yeah. yeah, road trip. I saw old school with my mom. Me and my mom watching old school, laughing. Yeah, laughing our ass. I mean, off. that's like both. That's that's like Will Ferrell starting to like really like come up, be huge. Frank the Tank, you kidding me? And then when it's also saying, like Vince Vaughn at like his height when he like really six knew foot how to two. Be funny. I think he's about six foot five. Yeah, sure. he's big. Sure. This is he got to the. the Clay, you need height. to admit that you were wrong. Yeah, okay, let me see. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so you're saying what's what fight? You but I saying? think he's closer to six foot five than six foot two. Okay, you might be right. This was like Vince like Vaughn. You need to, if you are wrong, you need to admit it. <laughs> My man Vince Vaughn, could, he could basically talk through anybody and be funny. He and, created an entire oh, nightmare. Dude, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> what? He's actually six foot five exactly. No way, really. <laughs> yeah. You look like a fool. I look like a damn fool. I feel like Rod right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, podcast listeners, listen. We're not going to talk about this anymore, but because we got to talk about the movie. But if Michael, if to you, say if Michael Keaton was a thirty-year-old man today, stand-up comedian. Can I explain to you what I thought? Yeah. Every time I talk, they they talk about an actor like Tom Cruise or something. I go, that classic six-foot actor. Because he's so big on the screen. But he's 5'8 in real life or but something. Tom Cruise is like 4'2", I think, in the real life. Yeah. He's 1'8". <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is 1'8". I'm 1'8". <laughs> How tall are you? I'm 1'8". <laughs> yeah. Not including my head. Yeah. My head is 6 feet tall. Yeah, he's got the biggest head in the game. Anyways, listeners, please... Post online, whatever you can, a nice looking picture of Michael Keaton 
and say podcaster or movie star 2021 or or some better version of that probably that makes more sense just let us know what you think because i think if michael keaton was 30 years old today and a and a comedian he would be a podcaster i don't think hollywood would let him slip through those cracks i don't think I think if Ron Howard was like, I love this young comedian named Michael Keaton, Hollywood would go, no, we need Chris Pine to be this part. Like, one of the Chris's. Yeah, we're going to need a Chris for this. Yeah. Michael? Or we're going to we cast like a it. 50-year-old actor who was popular in 2003. Yeah, or we're going to ha- cast actual Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know, listeners, because this is something I'm passionate about, and Clay, doesn't. he's not very passionate He doesn't about really this. seem to understand it. Clay, why aren't you passionate about this? What are you talking about? Clay, what are you doing right now? Looking up Vince Vaughn stuff. The first TV show that they mentioned that he's in is um, um, True Detective. And then it's F for Family, and then Sex in the City. How about you talk about his movies? Well, he's got squ- Swingers. Talk- well, I mean, Swingers is a perfect example. Well, that movie, that movie would never be made today. What is that movie even about? Isn't Swing? But Swing. Well, that is movie like would never be made today movie. because it's not 1996, and that's what the year it was made, or it came out. Clay, you're being you're being problematic. I'm sorry. Clay. I'm a white guy. I should shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Clay, what, what were you? Asking? Clay, let's, Clay let's, you um, need a longer microphone cord. This is I messed do up. Yeah. We should just consolidate that one part of the podcast and tag Joe Rogan and see if we can get him to be a fan. Has Joe Rogan ever been a guest on someone else's podcast? I think he's currently silenced right now. I don't know how to get to him. Yeah. Um, he actually can't other, talk right now because he's a Guest on other people's podcast? No. It's like he's busy with his podcast now. He has to do his podcast so news- twice a week. Yeah. So do we. Oh, yeah. It's literally the hardest thing we've ever done. It's way, dude, this shit, when we had to do this when it was pre-vax time, that shit sucked. I, I don't even want to listen to those fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about the Zoom podcast. Oh my god, those pieces of shit. Yeah, why are y'all still here? What do you mean? The listeners. People made it through that. Did we lose a lot of listeners? I hope we did. I think we probably gained listeners. Yeah. Holy hell. What the fuck is wrong with people? Let's talk about this movie I saw. We all okay. We, we have like two minutes left. No, we don't. we can do this as long as we want. I thought Whitney picked me up at six. I didn't drive here. She had to get acupuncture. What time is it? I don't know. My phone's all the way over there. Play. Okay. It's five fifty. Oh yeah, we don't have that much time. Honestly, we. I don't think we could cover. Spiral, yeah. The book of saw. Honestly, I want this podcast to be over with after my five foot or six foot two um, uh, mishap. Yeah, after you messed up like that. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. I saw Spiral. We all went to Buffalo Wild Wings. I think they probably measured him with his cowboy hat on. Can I say that, Clay? <laughs> <laughs> when does he wear a cowboy hat? In the fucking cotton. The on cowboy, his cowboy comedy, comedy tour. <laughs> <laughs> I stand. I stand. Uh oh. What? Got an update. What? Oh no. What? Whitney said she was gonna. I was like, let's go to In N Out afterwards. Because you're gonna pick me up in this neighborhood and we have our In N Out on the way. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, no, we have dinner at home. Like, dinner? What? She goes, I have leftovers. I go, you just made like four or five appetizers. Okay. What's an appetizer? (laughs) I don't know. I'm drunk. And now she's saying she wants Taco Bell, so that's the big news. Tell her to just hang out here. We'll watch a film and eat Chick-fil-A. She can't. Okay. She can't watch a film? No, No, she She can't. She has dietary restrictions. She has dietary restrictions. Chick-fil-A is nothing but the opposite of that. Yeah, she can't can't really have bread. Well, if you guys want to hang, I'll eat Taco Bell, too. Um Anyway, so they let's, took away the Mexican pizza. You know about this? I'm, I'm I didn't done, even I'm know they had it. it. All I know is we it. used to go to Godfather's and ooh, that taco pizza. <laughs> technically a salad. It was if a, you really look at it, it's technically salad a salad on top of a taco, <laughs> on top of a pizza that was. I said this is ninety percent fucking uh, iceberg well, lettuce. I loved every second of it. I did too. You know, I won't eat iceberg lettuce anymore unless I buy it from the grocery store. I won't eat it shredded. 
Because I've got, I swear that's what's giving me. You know, the first time I thought, I I thought, I said, I swear lettuce. Here's the joke, Clay. You're about to uh, say this Um, because of Titanic. And I thought to myself, that's literally the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with me? Iceberg lettuce. Because they hit us. We talked about Titanic sometime today. Did we? Can I talk about the movie, or we was just that not? on this episode? We've already, or was that on let's the just last make episode? this the Michael Keaton episode and make. The and then next. I thought to myself, Clay, it's not even a jo- like Clay. Literally, explain the joke to me. Well, how is that a joke? Well, that's your because the your word brain, iceberg. Your brain right now is asleep because of these margaritas. You yes, have, you have. You need to have six sips of water. Can I tell you something before you leave? What's I'm up? making you have six sips of water in front of me because the only thing I've seen you drink for the past week is. Margaritas. You want me to drown? Is what you're telling me. <laughs> Clay has drank. Clay's famous for never being thirsty. Yeah, and I've seen him be thirsty as a dog, but only for margaritas with a salt around. Can I tell you something? What? How? I don't know how they fit so many margaritas in one margarita. These things are thick. Oh, from home state. Yeah. When you get these home state margaritas, I'm honestly so drunk. Yeah. What the fuck is going on with these? I don't know. They're badass. These they are for the homies. Yes, they're Texas. For the homies. Oh yeah, it's because they're bigger. They're bigger. They're Texas. That's true. That's why we should all move so to let's Texas. This, let's like move. our fucking best yeah, friend. Yeah, let's move to Austin. Our boy Joe. No, our other boy. Rod's oh, no. boy Tony. Tony. <laughs> oh, by the way, I watched Ari Shafir. He posted like a video of like what you don't see on the news or whatever, and it's of Tony Kilmartin. What's his name? Kilmartin. I don't fucking know. No, no, not Kilmartin. Hinch- Hinchcliffe. Tony Kill Tony. Heathcliff. Laurie Tony Kilmartin is a really funny comedian. Um, but Tony Hit Heathcliff is what we're talking about. Tony um, Hinchcliffe is Heathcliff is Heathcliff. Sorry, from the cartoon, you see his. They're like, what the media doesn't show you. So I watch it and I'm like, oh, maybe this gives you some context. To like why at the end of the clip, he goes, "Now that's what a racist would say." Anything, or he says, "Me and this guy are pals, and he dared me to do this." Whatever, I right. don't know. No, it's just he does like a whole fucking set. He doesn't. He just does other jokes afterwards. He does other jokes and then he goes back to you it. You know a why bunch. the media didn't show you that? Why? Because it's not a part of the story, you fucking dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rest of his set. <laughs> There's yeah, nothing. You know what the media it. didn't show you? Him like getting in his car and going home. Because like, it's not part of the story, you fucking moron. He keeps talking. He keeps talking about Joe Rogan and he's like, yeah, cool. This is what Joe Rogan made me move here. Or whatever, and it's like, what? That is really funny, though. He's just a whiny fucking bitch, Think dude. Think about Tim Dillon, though. What about him? He moved to Austin, Texas. He moved there, too? Yeah, why? It's just like, okay, you get one extra month of stand-up, but you're not, like, performing in your hometown every day. Like, you probably travel for a living. Why do you need to be in Austin, Texas? I don't know, man. Austin was a cool place. Or it is a cool place. Yeah, if you like fucking picnic tables and like day drinking. I, yeah, and yeah, I do. <laughs> those are fun things. Like, people love that shit. Tommy Want Wingy? Um, are Honestly, you if all me? my friends were in Austin, I would go there. Dude, Tommy Want Wingy in Austin, Texas is one of the most fun food trucks I've ever been to in my life. They sell buffalo wing, like, on a, on a stick, though. It's like. It's like a lollipop buffalo wing. It's the best. I will say, fucking treat. Like, wait, wait, Every wait. time we've been to Austin, it's been a delight. And the fact that like these fucking tools are moving there and just like sucking up the good juice, yeah, killing, yeah. kind of killing comedy say, by whining all the time. Fuck that. Here's two things. One thing, if you're a mile outside of Sixth Street, it's just nothing. No, it's a normal town. It's just a normal just suburbia, like a suburb, just garbage. Whatever. Not clay. What? Can I not say that? I like the suburbs. Have we ever told the story of Kyle Kinane? Where we yeah, on the podcast? We must have. We were we were in South by Southwest. We didn't have a place to stay, and so at three in the morning, we were really desperate. So we bargained a deal to if we he didn't have a car, if we drove him to get a baconator <laughs> at Wendy's, he would let us stay. At <laughs> he would let all five of us stay at his place. Anywho, gang. Even though we were like. Technically, with yeah. a billion. We love Kyle at, so much. At this time, Kyle Kinane, to us, we were new comedians, was like a literal god. I mean, still one of the greatest comics ever. But yeah. like at that time, we were very starstruck. And the fact that we were sleeping on his floor was like the coolest thing ever. Anywho, gang. You um, really didn't have to do that to us. 
He's but so nice. You ever, you ever like, you ever have to get a have a meeting at a coffee shop or something? Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Never. And you're like thinking of like, what coffee yeah. shop should I go to? Yeah. You're like, well, that this coffee shop has three tables, and this one has four. In Austin, Texas, there are like 400 tables at this coffee shop, and you can just like fucking hang out all day, easy. Oh yeah, that's true. So that's no the way. one. That's the one perk, and the good food. And they basically have every good movie too there. Should we move there? Yeah, it sounds really promising. Yeah, Al- Alamo there. They got everything you, you would what want do I, there. Wait, what do I do here that can't be found there? Well, you have your apartment. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, you can actually get a cheaper apartment, apartment there. Um, <laughs> if Michael Keaton was around today, would he be moving to Austin? To start a podcast with Tim Dillon? Yeah, that's the answer. You really think so? Yeah, him and Tim Dillon. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd be doing that. I don't know much about Name, Tim Dillon. He's the biggest podcaster or comedian in the world right now. Tim Dillon? Yeah. What? Isn't he? I know him. For, I've just like done stand-up shows with him from like years ago. He's like gigantic right now. One of my friends Holy um, hell. at work just told me how much he loves Tim Dillon. No, he's like huge. He's like fucking... Tim Dillon's thing is like he's a conservative man who like no he's like a annoying centrist but he, i think he's like the funniest out of anyone yeah yeah i've always seen him do stand up and he's funny yeah he's really funny i think he's funny he's uh, not like um i don't know i don't know but he's like pals with those guys his thing is like he's like he's just sort of trolls both sides yes he's a centrist yeah he has like centrist takes but, but would michael keaton really be pals with him or would michael keaton be no, like he fucking be pals, dan lakata honestly i don't know but i think michael keaton would be full-on dan lakata listen i think you're just kind of projecting what you're working like at snl i think you're kind of just <laughs> that projecting you that you're like, like hilarious and people love him is what god damn it almost fell in clay's you think because i'm projecting because i love michael keaton yeah exactly it's really hard to say. I mean, it's it's weird to I think. I literally that, don't know what this example. I don't know what. To it's tell weird you. to think that Michael Keaton was like one of the biggest movie stars in the world for a while. If you, you're you're basically asking me, what if Michael Keaton was thirty year old right now? My answer to you, honestly, is he's a whole different person. I don't know what you want. But it's also name. weird to think that Jim Carrey was the biggest movie star in the world. That's what I'm saying. These people, or Adam Sandler, these people are fucking weird, dude. Even you look at fucking. You look Mich- at his monkey paintings, Jim Carrey. <laughs> you look at Michelle Pfeiffer, one of the most beautiful people in the ever to exist, in um, Married to the Mob. She's a weirdo. She's weird. <laughs> And that, now, I'm like, there's no fucking weird people who are movie stars now. Yeah. Miles Teller. <laughs> My guy, Miles Teller. Well, yeah. Legendary weirdos. Now we get more, we get, there's so many brown hair, no face. Miles Teller. Yeah. Miles Teller is who invented, Clay came up with brown hair, no face because of Miles Teller. Yeah. Not he was being the able first to, one? Because he saw, you saw the trailer for that one movie where he's in high school. I can't remember what it's mm-hmm. called. Bunch of brown hair, no faces. Or he's here. with Shailene Woodley. You know the king of brown face, brown hair, no faces. Hmm. Fucking baby driver. Oh, for I sure. I don't even know his name. I don't know his name either. The best part about the baby driver guy movie. I didn't like baby driver. I love, which is funny because I love Ed, Edgar Wright. I think I didn't like baby driver because of the star of the movie though. But um, so um, Edgar Wright tells the story of. That guy, whatever the actor's name is, comes into the casting. He sits down. Before he even says anything, I'm like, that is the baby driver. <laughs> and it's a, totally embarrassing. Because this fucking guy is just like a hot guy. Yeah. yeah. He's just like some handsome guy with about. nice lips. <laughs> yeah. Ew, what an annoying movie. John Hamm. You know what I'd rather see than John Hamm? <laughs> Jim Turkey. Is a freaking actual ha- piece of ham that I can eat. Exactly. Just kidding. I like John Ham. About Jamie Foxx. In Fox. what? Mad Men. Five, also, name five things that you like him in. Mad Men. I've never seen The Town, but I, I should yeah. see it. Mad Men, season one through five. Say so Mad Men, so one. We got one down. Five, epi- five episodes of Mad Men. All the rest of the four is the four times you saw him at UCB doing a monologue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've always enjoyed it. I, I mean, I think one of the things with him is that it's, uh, he just he maybe thinks he's too funny. I've ever told he the story be a handsome, on the podcast of the famous party that I went to. 
This is the second story of this. Yikes. You've changed. This is man. the Paris Hilton part. This is why you no, need no. to move to Austin with me. You're right. Dylan. But maybe the... I don't think I've ever told this. So I was at a party. It was for somebody's birthday. And there's a lot of famous people at this party. Yikes. You've changed. Or no, no. Sorry. There oh, was it was no, Clay's birthday. There my was birthday. no... Sorry. My sorry. Birthday. Let me retell the story. Sorry. I'm, I'm, my brain Boy. is uh, sauced. My brain is literally 400 pounds right now from these fucking margaritas. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody at this party. It's just like pals and comedians. No, it does sound like my party. Um, it's Clay's birthday. And then John Hamm is there, and he's the most famous guy. And it's like John Hamm is friends with a lot of comedians, and so it's like, oh wow, John Hamm is here. That's did awesome. you go up to him and tell him you loved him in one thing? <laughs> and he's wearing his sort of shaggy hair, and he's wearing like a driver's cap. It's weird. I normally see him in Scooby hair. Clay. That's funny. That's my kind of Clay, that's funny. That there's nothing funnier on this podcast. Scooby here. Um he's wearing a, a what are those cat like a Kangle hat sort of thing? Cool. Like a newsboy cat. Like a newsboy cool. cat? Cool. And Very I'm like cool. John Hamm, famous guy, cool guy, seems like everybody loves him. I don't talk to him, I don't know him, you know. He's talking to other people, making people laugh, whatever. Seems charming. I'm like, yeah. but who did you think he's fooling with this hair and this hat? Like, who does he think he is? Then later in the night, I'm sitting at the bar. I'm talking to a couple of our pals. And I'm saying, talking about John Hamm in this hat. And saying, like, who does he think he is, man? Like, in this fucking hat. Like, that's it. John Hamm is, like, a super famous guy. But I, like, want, like, a real legendary celebrity. That's who deserves to be wearing this fucking newsboy cap and this shaggy hair. And then I hear behind me. Can I get a whiskey? No ice. Oh! And I turn around. You at a bar? I thought you said you were at a party. Or something. I'm at a bar. A party at a bar. Oh, okay. yeah, sometimes at a bar. parties are. Parties. My, I sometimes I just when you say if sorry. you don't say a bar, I just imagine you're at someone's house. Yeah, sorry. I'm at the house. bar. And it makes him sound like I'm at all, a bar for the, the last rest. story you told me was a party at a house. Yeah, so I'm at a a bar, yeah. and then I'm at the bar at. A bar. The like bar. I'm, at, a bar. I'm actually leaning on the bar. Right. And then I hear, can I get a whiskey, no ice, after talking all this shit about John Hamm, not who does he think he is with this hat on. I want a real deal. Can I tell you what? I hope this where the story's going. What? He gives you a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, He's story. like, extra, extra. <laughs> no. I say... <laughs> I wish he had the fucking newspapers in a pouch. No, he goes, all right, here, can I get a whiskey? No ice. I'm talking mad shit on John Hamm and his hat. Who does he think is in this fucking hat? And then the I see the bartender, and the bartender is like flush, like red-faced. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, oh, shit, John Hamm is behind me. He just heard me talking shit. You've seriously had the... He's behind me, isn't he? Situation. Yeah, and my pals who I'm talking to have also gone silent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. Okay, here we go. And I turn around. Yeah. And it's literally Brad Pitt wearing the exact same hat as John Hamm. Oh. And he looks so cool. <laughs> 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 and Brad Pitt, who has just heard me talking shit Wait, about whose news. party is this? It's just a mutual uh, comedian pal. Somebody we know? Me and Clay? Um, I don't know. I mean, you guys, Clay... For certain knows him. I don't know if you've ever met him, Rod. Probably not. Um, so he's just a comic. So anyway, like Batman. Yeah, like Batman in the comics. So Brad Pitt has heard me talking all this shit about the newsboy cap. Who does this fucking guy think he is? In the you newsboy? need to go to Austin and get. I turn my ass around and he's wearing the newsboy cap. He looks awesome. Huh. He looks so cool in this hat. Yeah, the coolest guy in the world. And I'm thinking. Well, I'm bent damn boo boo the fool. John Hamm thinks he looks like Brad Pitt. He's even more boo boo. Do the they fool. just go to the same website that shows Must like a be. photo of a 1920s homeless kid? I guess so. And, but either way, he looked cool. And then Brad Pitt said to us, "How's it going, guys? How's how's how are you guys doing tonight?" And I was like, "Obviously, he had just heard everything." I'm turning to dust. Everything I just said. And I was like, "Ah, oh, good, good man, nice." Hey, hey, dude. Yeah, it's fun, fun night. That's all I said to him. Then he's I a left fan the of the comedian about... that you went. 
They were friends. I it think was Tim Dillon's like, party. It was Tim. You're at Tim Dillon's party. Yeah, it's Tim Dillon. <laughs> the Joe famous Rogan. centrist Tim Dillon, who kind of yeah. sees who everyone on both sides, and has Jordan Peterson on his podcast. Well, and that's see what he's all about. Well, and Brad Pitt said he's Fucking like, dumbass. I'm such a fan of Tim Dillon, and I really loved your. Jordan I Peterson really episode. need you to see both sides of this hat conversation, yeah. which is that like we have stylists because we're really successful, and they suggested we wear this hat. You need to see it from my side. Right. I can't go out onto the streets and see what all the skaters are wearing. I'm too right. famous. I said, sorry, you're right, Brad Pitt. Okay, well, that's it, gang. Well, sorry. yeah, send in your votes about Michael Keaton. Would he be a podcaster or would he be a movie I star? I don't know what that means. Okay, bye, gang. Bye.